Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the first edition of the BWL Podcast. This is your host, Riley Shebler, and here with me to my right is our co-host, Leighton Radcliffe. Leighton, what's up? What's up, boys and girls? This is the moment you've all been waiting for, the first inaugural Batesville Wiffleball League podcast. Absolutely. And boy, oh boy, do we have a show coming up for you. Oh my goodness. I mean, I would just first like to say, Leighton, what a success this league has been. And what started as just a fever dream is really transformed into something beautiful. Like, we had we had no idea. We thought this would never even be possible. But with all the effort and time people have put forth, it's been just amazing. It's been a wonderful experience. And so the best far. part is I didn't even think we'd be able to, like, it was kind of like in the side of my mind all summer long. And then one hot, scalding springs day, I look, I peer out of my window and I see just the entire Bomber family pounding away at a fence outside my house. And, and the, the idea was born. All right, so uh, just a quick introduction. I know we'll have a bunch of new listeners. Actually, I mean, I know most of you guys are in the league, so what's up, guys? Uh, Jack Wade, if you're listening, you are a horrible manager. But, the worst. Uh, um, if we had an award for worst manager, Zach, you're, you're going to win it. In fact, we might have an award show later on in the year. Um, <laughs> so uh, as for the leagues, the Batesville Football League, uh, we're here in the Shebler basement recording this podcast uh, I can look through this window and see the yard um, outside. It's a it's a great wiffle ball field. I know we've all enjoyed our time um, out there playing games, and I know we're all looking looking forward to getting back out there and playing some more games. But uh, so yeah, that's the league. Uh, you know, if by some stroke of luck we go viral and this gets a hundred thousand listeners, uh, <laughs> follow us at Batesville Wiffleball League on Instagram. Um, blow us up, so yeah. you know it. And essentially. The way the league war- works is we try to schedule, we have nine teams in the league and we try to schedule each team one series a week and a series consists of three three-inning games and we have different rules and stipulations. Most of you players know what those rules are, but we won't dive too much into the exact rules, but it's pretty structured and it gets competitive as all get out. We have people at each other's throat. And we can attest to this from last night's series. Oh, my god! Where Charlie Shovel and Alex Bunzelmeyer lost it in the field. They actually lost it. Uh, I I was, right before I went to bed last night, I had this vision in my mind and blazed of Bunzy just struggling on the hill and Charlie sitting behind him at shortstop. uh, Just sitting down. Balls flying over his head. Um, Shout out Max Bomber. (laughs) Eight home runs last night. Unbelievable stuff. But, uh, all right, so uh, let's dive in, I guess, to the... The bun of this podcast, if you if you will, of, of the overall hamburger. So uh, the plan here is we're just going to break down each team by the power rankings from the worst team in the power rankings. And you listeners, I'm sure you know exactly who that is. Uh, Jack Witt, I'm looking at you. <laughs> and uh, all to the best. Um, so we're just going to start there. And uh, Leighton, for the ninth best team in the league... Out of a nine-man it's, league. It's unanimous 19, unanimous. by the way. If we had a vote for everyone in the league, these guys would even vote for themselves at number nine. All right. Drum roll, please. At number nine, we have Warner Concrete coming in as the worst team in the league. They are at an abomination of a record of one and eight right now. And <laughs> they're, they're, they, they honestly, they could be three and six. They could. No, like, they really could. They they could be three and six. 
But manager Zach Boyd has no idea what he's doing. The only bright spot for that team right now has got to be Jacob Meir on the hill and the new addition of Dime Adams. Yeah, Dime, Dime really looked good coming in last year. So, so one thing I will say is, so we're a pretty, uh, a pretty competitive league. Uh, we, have, we all have a baseball background, or most of us do have a baseball background. So um, it's not like there's a, a major skill gap from team to team. Warner Concrete goes out there, and they have some talent. Like you said, Mir yeah. on the hill, Adams. But, I mean, even Zach Wade, I mean, as terrible as a manager he is, he's had a decent season at the plate. It, it, he's just trying to win the game himself as manager, and he's just overthinking it. Just, you just got to go out and play, Zach. Like, come on now. But for before we, like, just keep on slandering Zach, we also got to get it. Give a shout out to the fourth member on their team who I haven't mentioned yet. And that is Brad. Brad has been honestly much better than I expected. I thought he'd be come out and be a miserable wiffle ball player, but he's he's been tolerable. These this team has the pieces. They just haven't put the pieces of the puzzle together yet. And Leighton, legend has it that in the infamous night series against BFD, Brad came in on the hill and looked really good. He had he had the only win. He had the only win for Warner Cup. Listen to that. Brad Westerfeld has thrown one game this year. Warner Concrete has won one game this year. Zach Wade has thrown about eight of those losses. So just keep that in your back pocket. I mean, this Warner Concrete team, will they sneak in the playoffs? And, and as for the playoffs, uh, let go ahead and explain the playoff structure. Oh, yeah. So the playoff structure, we have we have a, a eight-team playoffs. So eight of the nine teams are going to make it. The format's a bit different, but we wanted to give the one and two seeds a pretty hefty advantage given we want the regular season to mean a lot. So one and two seeds are going to have a double buy. Four or three and four seeds are going to have a buy. And then other than that, we have some playing games, some wild card games. It'll be, it'll be a great, uh, great time. And we're, we're excited for the playoffs. We're aiming to have those towards the end of July. Absolutely. And Warner Concrete, I mean, never say never. I mean, there's, there's a couple other teams who have lost some games. But, man, are things looking dire. It that's I I don't even have any more words for it in concrete. We need Besides, to move on. We, we, we do need. I to need move to on. get this team out of my mouth. All right. Okay. So now to the number eight team in the power rankings, coming at you with a one and five record. We bring to you the Monathans. So the Monathans are an interesting squad. Interesting's a great way to put that. I think you're bigger on them than I am. I really am. Because for some for some reason. No, okay, no, it's it's with reason. You you think PT has the has the capabilities and Huber for that matter has the capabilities to uh, come in and really just dominate or not dominate, but throw some good innings on the hill. Yeah, so I uh, Patrick Thompson, uh, a member on this team, has really kind of showed some promise on the mound. Uh, I'm not sure if Leighton sees it, but in their last series, they they take a game over the Barefoot Boys. Yeah, no, they did. Griship took Gausman out of, out of the yard in game one. See, this team, you know, they're one and five. They have a tough start, and Lord knows they have a tough series tomorrow against the boys of summer. Oh, man. But, uh, looking for a sweep there. Uh, bring out the brims. But, but the thing is, I really think this team has some talent. And yeah, the three man, the three man ro- roster of Patrick Thompson, John Griship, and Adam Huber, they have some talent at the plate. They need to do some soul searching and find go-to guy on the mound and even number two. But they, the roof is the ceiling for them, as MJ would put it. And, and the roof really is. It the really ceiling. is. And, and you know as well as I do that 
There is not a more dedicated player in this league than John Grisham. No, he comes out and shows oh out to goodness. every single game. It's unbelievable. It hasn't really translated on the field, but I think it might at some point. He really, I can tell when they go out there, they really want it. And yeah. as for Warner Concrete, like the team we just talked about, yeah. some guys on that team really want it. I can't say every player wants it, but I'm, I'm pretty sure every player on this team wants it. Yeah, I, uh, and just before we move on to our number seven team, I feel like me and Leighton would like to uh, jointly say that John Greaseship is the worst golfer in this league. No, he's miserable. Oh, I'd, I'd go out and if I played nine against John, it'd be, it wouldn't even be worth my time. We'd be out there for five hours. For nine holes, for John, like John would shoot a terrible score, and I'd actually. Oh, it kind of be know. like it kind of be like game one of the City Tropics BFT series. Yeah, That's and good. and for those of you who don't know, what we're alluding to that was the first ever game in this wiffle ball league, and boy oh boy, was it one room memory. <laughs> it was a twenty-one to zero whooping oh, it was, it by was, the City Tropics mm-hmm. over BFT. All right, well, enough about the Monathans. Uh, coming in at number seven in our power rankings is, honestly, what I would describe as the most ragtag team in the league. I, no, this this group of players is really just oh my really something to behold. Like, you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect them to be worth a darn at Wiffle Ball. But, like I, like I said, this team has potential, too. And, honestly, all these teams – on this list, have the potential. Like we've seen it week in, week out. As we get deeper in the season, teams are just getting better and better. And I think me and Riley both have one team in mind who is going to get just phenomenally better. But we'll touch on them later. But the current team we're talking about is the Gym Rats. Uh, so this team can—it's a oh my goodness! I can't even tell you how many guys are on this team. They've 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 rostered. They've had five players play in Gym Rat uniform. I think. Yeah, five, that's right. Four yeah. on the well. We're, we know three on the official roster for sure. We'll touch. Oh, we'll touch on the other two, but the roster consists of uh, Captain Tyler Myers. Uh, then we have Sheep, Alex aka Westerfeld. Alex Westerfeld. We have Austin Pullman, and then the two subs they had the other night was Big Diesel, Carson Mackey, and John Gerstbauer. Mackey put one over the Johnny Monster. Unbelievable. I mean, I I can't. I, it was. It was just he had a decent swing. I mean, yeah. uh, when I, I yeah, I don't doubt it for a second. So, uh, so to break so to break down this team for you, they've played a really tough schedule to date. Um, they're two and seven, but to be fair, they have two marquee wins. Yeah, right. They have a win over the boys of summer and the boys over the pink socks. And I just want to give a quick shout out to my guy Tyler Myers. Uh, when I played him in game one of our series, um, we lost three to two. He shut us down the hill, but the difference was he hit the most impressive home run it, I've ever seen. In my it was life. ridiculous. He he hit that thing. The, it was it wouldn't have the backstop wouldn't have caught it. He literally stuck out his alien Aliens. arms and pushed it over center field. And that three run homer in the top of the first proved to be decisive in a three two victory over the boys of summer. The uh, the big deal for the for the for the gym rats is getting a number two arm. Yeah, my yeah, I I completely agree. They right now Myers is. Proven to be capable, number one. Maybe not an ace on the hill, as one would say, but he's he's capable. They they need a, they need a guy to go to in relief or a guy to even throw in game Because Westerfeld was miserable. No, he actually he's so he, bad yeah, he did. He threw oh, BP. Oh, oh, I forgot to mention. I think I mentioned this to you, though. John Gerstbauer showed some promise on the hill. John they, Gerstbauer. They need to roster John Gerstbauer. They, they need to get Gerstbauer on the roster. I mean, he kind of made... We'll say the number one team in our power rankings look kind of, yeah, kind of vulnerable. Yeah. So, uh, 
All right. That, I mean, yeah, gym rats, we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I kind of like them. I'm rats. optimistic about Same. the gym rats. I'm, Same. I'm, I'm, I'm really like, I, I really do think they, they can come in the playoffs and make, it no, make some noise. Give, give a higher seed a run for their money. You never know. Speaking of my absolute favorite team in the league. Uh, no, no this, this has got to be the unanimous favorite amongst oh the fans, oh even amongst goodness. the players, man. This is our favorite team. Layton, if, if we don't win, I, I'm going to root for this team like, like there's no tomorrow. So coming in at number six in our power rankings is none other than the Batesville Fire Department, BFD. BFD, baby. Oh BFD may or may not stand for something else that we will not touch on. You oh, may have man. to reach out to Captain Travis Lecker for that one. Oh, man, but they they started, What a team. What they, a team, honestly. They started out as an abomination. To no, league. abomination. A disgrace. Oh, my they goodness. They were a disgrace to the league. I came out, and I thought they were going to ask for their $30 back. Lecker would tell you, uh, member of his team, ugly, Brady Kornberger, was atrocious in the first series. Absolutely atrocious. atrocious. 21 spot in the first game. But to be fair, they've really turned it around. They have. And I don't know what it is. I Actually, I do know what it is. It's because they play these night games. Night really brings out oh the best in goodness. them. We have, if, if you follow our Instagram page, okay, which you guys all should. I mean, check it out at Batesville Football League. Anyways, back to the point. We have a phenomenal post posted just earlier today mm-hmm. of a, uh, of a of a nighttime, uh, lack for lack of better words, walk off. But BFD was right there with the number one the team in the power game. rankings. I mean, the, the entire game. No, no, not just the entire game. The entire series. You know what? Yeah, two. they looked good when Leckett was on the hill. They showed some promise. He threw that. He threw that like knuckleball. That it yeah. just kind of dancing. It, it was I like mean, it was. It, they they were right in game one yeah. too. They could have won yeah, without Chris right. Lewis's yeah. bomb. Oh, they, I mean, but. Like, like, alluding to BFD, we've talked about Lecker already. You also have Ugly and Frank Mormon, who've, who've shown to be capable with a ball the players. Thing about, the thing about I like, too, about them is they take good bats. They don't yeah. necessarily go up there. So, uh, especially in with ball in these three inning games, walks are just about as valuable as hits. Right? I mean, getting mm-hmm. – I mean, oh, yeah. we know both as pitchers, and, and your favorite quote of all time, it, it's Pressure on the base pass is a really big. No, thing it is. It, it, when you're facing pressure as a pitcher, there's not there's not much like it. It really forces your throw a strike, and with that tricky zone, yeah, the so, ball, it's it's tough. So I like I like BFDs at bats. Lecker is really good on the mound, um, and I think he'll continue to get better. So so yeah, watch out for BFD. Really dedicated team too. I, I see him out a lot of the games. Yeah, they're shout out at a lot of games. They're super into it. Just honestly, like. Great mentality in that there Absolutely, too. Yeah. Always looking out there, always optimistic. Yeah, you know? shout shout out ugly. He uh I appreciate how, how he comes to a lot of the games. But uh that about wraps it up for VFD. Go BFD. No, I'm rooting for them. I really am rooting for VFD. Absolutely. But uh Okay, so going on to the next team in our in our uh in our power ranking. This this for me is the most tricky team. I they, think I think you understand them. They're just they're just confusing the, to me. The funny part is I thought they were criminally overrated. Yeah, about like a week ago. But now I'm not so sure, especially it, with the new addition. Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, and, and and who we're talking about is the Pink Sox coming um, in at five and four. Honestly, like the five and four records, not a bad five and four either. They face some good competition yeah. as of late. But. I mean, yeah, uh, they. Uh, their four-man roster of Cooper Will. Well, it originally started as Cooper Williams, Braden Worthington. And Quinn Warner, uh, shellacked the Monathans in their first series. 
Uh, in the oh. sec in the second series, Quinn couldn't make it, so they called up out of the minor leagues Trey Peters, and he really balled out. Trey Peters balled out against the Gym Rats. In fact, he posted what may have been the best series to date so far from a player. It may be, have been. It'll be the best series in history statistically. Max Bomber oh, will argue with that one. Yeah, I know. But I know. but if if we're we're taking if we're disregarding league minimums for at bats and whatnot, Peters leads the league in average, mm-hmm. and he's two zero on the hill with yeah. a one ERA. Yeah, you're right. I mean, um, like he's only, he's only been there for three of their nine games, but if they can get Peters out here consistently and add some add another hot hitter, there's that's one thing this team can do, and that's hit. They can hit the baseball. they can hit My top goodness. to bottom. Oh, you know top what? Top to bottom. Take that back. They're the best defensive team in the league, too. Oh, you have Williams over there, right field, making play after play. He's ridiculous in the field. Yeah, he, uh, he laced up the rubber cleats in his last series, and oh my goodness, you guys, you guys should see that post shortly. Made some unbelievable. He's he's my early Gold Glove candidate. No, I mean, he has to be. Uh-huh. He has to be. And Cooper, honestly, he started off a really hot campaign for Silver Slugger too. He's he he's kind of cooled off a little bit, but he still posted. I believe he's third in the league for home runs right now. Yeah, this team they have some of the some of the best moments. The Peters uh, game tying home run, the Worthington yeah, walk off, yeah. um, and then not to mention Quinn looked like a true ace on the hill. Yeah, no uh, Quinn. Quinn's Quinn's movement on his pitches, he really had some. He just he that, had some tough pitches. He threw that knuckleball and it looked good. But uh, all right, that uh, that kind of wraps things up. Wraps things up for the Pink Sox. So uh, we'll move into I guess the top half of our power rankings. Yeah. Let me tell you about this team coming up. This team, I my goodness, their record doesn't say it, and their results haven't haven't said anything about how good this team could be yet. But uh, we we played this team in our last series, and yeah, let me tell you, the eyeball team. test will tell you otherwise. Yeah. This team is really, really a threat. Uh, and you know, you know, we view them highly when they're ranked above the Pink Sox in our power ranking uh, with two less wins, yeah. and two more losses. Coming in at three and six record, at number four in our power rankings, we have the Barefoot Boys. The Barefoot Boys. I mean, there's really not there's not a lot to say. I mean, we we knew these guys would be good wifflers coming in. Uh, mm-hmm. We I, I had a feeling they'd played, but my goodness, have they turned their season around? And it's and honestly, I think they came out and they were just they were just raw, you know, like, really raw. They had, they had they had the wiffle ball talent. We can tell the talent was there. They just haven't tapped into it yet, but. We have we got a glimpse, and I think it's only been a glimpse of what this team could do in our last series. And I can t- I can tell you one thing: I don't think they've touched their full potential, not even close yet. So. I don't think I'm reaching or sugarcoating anything at all when I say this team could win it all. I think easily, I, easily, they so, could run through the playoffs. They I mean, could. They 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 have they have the ideal formula where they have two aces on the hill. They don't. Just, Sam's not just a number two. Mm-mm, no, he, he's an ace. I no, mean, he's, he's an ace. He no hit us. No, yeah, he uh, threw no hitter against us. Yeah, Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, they they're great on the mound, and then uh, I I don't know if there's a more feared lineup in the league. No, top to bottom, and they are they have arguably one of the best hitters in the league. His stats don't say so, but you when we this team's also faced like top notch yeah, competition. Absolutely, they have to yeah. have the number one strength to schedule yeah. the schedule today. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. know, that's so, a great point too. Like this this team this lineup when you have like Galsman to Sherwood to Begley, like yeah, there's. I, I, if you had to ask me right now, um, give me one hitter in the league you could avoid facing for the rest of the year, I think I'd say Calvin Sherwood. 
I, I'd have to, I'd have to agree with you. He tore I, us up. I, I, I went up there him. like when I was on the mound. I feared him. We intentionally walked him. We did. Well, I mean, that's how much we, we feared like, the guy. It was, he's, they're ridiculous. Like the hitting, the hitting still got some. I think Vegley and Gausman will only get better from the plate too. We've seen their improvement on the mound. Hold on, vegley has got to pick a side. No, hold on. Oh, that is true. Vegley's <laughs> having got a bat from the to. right or left. I don't think there's an advantage. No, you can't. Batting no, both. No, because, uh, <laughs> Sam, if you're listening, and I'm, I'm almost certain you are, we encourage you to just pick a side. We're begging you because I mean, again, I really, I really like this Barefoot Boys team. I, 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 I do too. Best. Like they, they're great on the mound. They're great hitting. I mean, and they've only gotten better, which is what you need. They're, they're no doubter. They're no doubt going to make the playoffs. And they're honestly going to be a little underseeded because of their slow start, which is scary for some of these top teams we're going to be talking about here in a sec. Yeah. If I'm, um, yeah, if I'm the, if I'm the barefoot boys, I'm probably trying to sneak into that number four spot in the standings, get that by, you know, rest up. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I really think there'll be a big advantage getting in that top four this year. Oh yeah, absolutely. When you, when you, when you can just have that weight lifted off your shoulders to know you're well, already. And it's because, I mean, if you're the five seed, you have to go out on a Monday afternoon and, and potentially face Travis Lecker on the hill. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's, no, that's no easy feat. In a three-game series, anything can happen. Absolutely. Well, a one-game series. One-game series. Bottom, so, yeah. Fine, yeah. It's, it's, it's scary stuff. But I think the Barefoot Boys will come, come out series to series. And there's one thing about this Barefoot Boys team is they are so intense and so down-to-earth when it comes to wiffle ball. They are in this league, they are committed one thousand percent. We saw we saw Sam and Calvin at a grad party over the weekend, mm-hmm. and I mean, I could talk wiffle ball with them for hours. No, we and we did too. We Sam, did, we, Sam we did. texted me on Father's Day when I'm just spending time with my father to come over and play wiffle ball game. I, I love mean, it. On national these, these guys, these guys are the easiest to schedule in the league, and oh I don't, goodness. I don't think that's a coincidence because they are wanting to get out here and they are wanting to like just get better and play wiffle ball. Yeah, you I, gotta uh, love that from a league perspective yeah, too. They, the kind of culture these guys are helping to create—it's it's unbelievable. I, I, the, I love it. As the commissioner, as a board member, I mean, that's exactly what you want. Exactly, exactly. Um, I can't ask more from these barefoot boys. I, mean, I honestly, I, mean, I wish them the best success in this. I, I do too, and I, I like, I truly mean that. I think they, they will. I, I don't even think. I know that they will come out and make noise in the playoffs. They will come playoff time. This is perhaps the most scary team. I think. Yeah, you yeah, know what? Like, yeah, I do not want to play coming, this team. Coming from like, uh, from my like player perspective, I don't want to play the Barefoot mm-hmm. Boys. I don't. They have that killer instinct. Boy, they really oh boy, do. do I want to watch them play. Oh, I want to watch them play all day. I just don't want to play them. All right, so uh, with all that said about the Barefoot Boys, we're going to move on to the number three team in the power rankings. Um, you know, there's there's uh, no no secret that, that the Boys of Summer – the boys of summer are number three, number three team in the power rankings, and, and there's no secret that we might have a bit of a biased opinion on oh, these guys. No, we, we, uh, we, maybe, maybe just a little bit. If I, uh, <laughs> I know, I, I know, I said BFD is my favorite team, but uh, if I had to choose a team to win, <laughs> oh, it'd be yeah. the boys of summer. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Yeah, huh. I. Uh, so yeah, no, I. Uh, but but in all seriousness, they they've had an interesting start to the year. Yeah, yeah, we've okay, so. So the team consists of myself, Leighton Ratcliffe, Riley Shepard, and Jack Aplana. So we we dropped one early to the gym rats that we weren't too thrilled about. I was not. That was that was game one of the series too. So after coming off a clean sweep, yeah, that was that one hurt. Coming off a clean sweep against the uh, 
Warner Concrete. That's right. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Coming off two sleep <laughs> Warner Concrete, then dropping game one to to uh, gym rats was kind of scary. But hey, we've had we've had bright spots. We've had we, we've uh, had great pitching on the mound from Riley here. Uh, he won't just come out and say it, but he's Scion candidate, top top three pitcher in the league, no doubt. He will be right in that in the Scion conversations. Come later, I in think. The league. We really kind of cemented ourselves as meeting business when we took the series over the Barefoot Blitz. Oh, that series is one for the ages. One, I think, I think, to date, it's got to be the best series. The one last night between the Uncut Monsters and the City Tropics would have gave, given uh, a run for the money if Game Three wasn't such a joke. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, but, cool. but, but, like that series is unbelievable. You when you come out in Game One and you have a six inning Game One. And we are at each other's throats. At each other's, it's and like it was just unbelievable. You had guys, you had Galsman dealing, you had Shovler dealing. I mean, so so one thing I'll say about about the boys of summer is we uh there's not there's not a team there's not a team that thinks harder about wiffle ball. Oh, we uh yeah, we go out there from an analytical perspective. Yeah, we, uh, about what gives us the best chance to win this? Yeah, game. we uh we'll think we'll 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 be there we'll be there to contend in the postseason. Um, if I can. Be a little more consistent on the hill, and then um, I, I think you, I think you, Layden, really has some potential to step in as, as a yeah, dominant I, number two. I need, I need to come in. I need to get some work in on the hill. I need to become more consistent, as Riley said. I mean, I think the the stuff, the stuff is there. It's just needs, like I said, some more developing. And I think I can get there to be a very, very solid number two, yeah, one uh, of the best number twos in the league. And we've got some, we've got some hitting. We'll yeah. be, we'll be, we'll be, I think we'll be, we'll be fine. We'll be yeah. good with hitting. Uh, we we go up there with, I think. Probably the best approach in the league. Yeah, we just go out there and we we know how to play with the ball. Yeah, we uh. So yeah, I mean, in the the biggest thing for us, I would say, is jumping into that top two to mm-hmm. get a buy. Yeah, I, uh, if we could secure one of those buys, and it it it'd be colossal for our hopes. And like um, we have, I don't know, I, I said this earlier, but our approach our approach at the plate's fantastic. I think. All guys go up there. Me, Riley, Jack. We go up there, and we're looking to get on base, put a ball in play, do whatever we can. Yeah, to. shout out Jack. We're, he's had a good approach. Oh yeah, too. he's absolutely. We wouldn't be where we are without Jack. He's made two great plays in the field against the Bears. You know what? I I think those balls are gone if he doesn't catch them. I, I was going to say I didn't quite realize that. Like at the no, moment. I think those were gone, and that yeah. those are like like. Like, like those are seeding altering catches. And like, it's like we always like to say, uh, one swing can change a series. Oh, absolutely. One catch can change absolutely. it. One pitch. So that that's kind of the that's kind of the glory and, and downfall of wiffle ball. Uh, as a viewer, it's the glory, and as a as a player, it's honestly the downfall. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, it's just unless so, it works out. For unless it works out for your advantage. It has a couple times this year. So, so we'll uh, we'll see what happens. But uh, but. I'm tired of talking about it yeah, about ourselves. Yeah, so, uh, so let's yeah. move on. We'll, we'll move on. <laughs> so the number two team in the power rankings. God, damn. if I had to pick a least favorite team in the league, so so we we already we already touched on the favorite team, BFD. BFD. And now if we could have the least favorite. No questions. This team right here. They ah uh, oh, man. From a commissioner's perspective, a logistical nightmare. Um, they the the thing is the thing about them is they they play. With an interesting fire, if they play with a fire, but there's a difference. You know what and, I mean? There's a difference to being like stable and just out of control. So, so let me rephrase that. I mean, I mean, they're they're all they're all great kids. Uh, it's, it's Charlie Shevler, Alec Bonzelmeyer, and Noah Tuvison. 
Trevor, but, uh, Trevor, and Trevor. Trevor oh yeah, he's, he's, he's been absent like, yeah, the past series. series. So they picked up. They picked up Tuvison as a sub. Tuvison's likely going to become their fourth and full time member. Uh, and you roster. know what? We need to give Tuvison and, and Moisek a little. To their credit, they're they're fairly stable on the field. We're talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about <laughs> life, we're talking about lifelong friends, dudes. We love uh, Charlie Shevler and Alec Bunzemeyer. Um, again, great guys, but their 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 issue is mentally. Do they have what it takes? To go in a wiffle ball series, because because I, as we know, the talent's there. The talent's there, no oh doubt my about goodness, it. They, the they are, there. Like their team is one of the most talented in the leagues. Oh. There's no question about it. But when it comes to like just being like present mentally on the field, they they lose it. They lose their concentration. They lose their. They become too fiery where it affects their play. I mean, yeah, it's it's no. Secret. We saw that last night. Absolutely, no secret. Char- Charlie's a great player. Charlie, uh, he could he could literally win a World Series just with his play on the field. Oh, absolutely! Uh, he makes that much of a difference He's in the box on the mound. Just top, like top to bottom. Shevler is as good as it gets in this league. Great, great on the mound. One of the most feared hitters in the league. Yeah, just, statistically hitting wise, his numbers are I think a little lackluster. For his. no one swings harder. <laughs> okay, no no okay. one swings harder. If, if if you got any uh, extra points for hitting the ball, hitting far home runs, Charlie Charlie <laughs> gets those every time. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. He he goes out there and I we know he tries so hard, but he's like. It's getting scary out there. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's something. But yeah, I I, I think now this team, this realistically, this team, this team's really solid. They're 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 competitors. They got them. They're they're one win every series. We know we know that much for sure. Yeah, they, uh, yeah. We'll 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 see we'll see we'll see what happens. And they're, they're a scary team. If they can if they can pull things together a little bit more. And the, and the thing they're is, a real scary uh, team. Richard Noah Tuvison looked really solid. In the no, he's too, he, uh, yeah. which was what I kind of thought would be their downfall. So. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, and uh, as you guys can probably guess at this point, the team eleven and one, uh, unanimous best team in the league right now, best player in the league, um, arguably best players in the league. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's the uncut monsters. This team is really just phenomenal, phenomenal to watch. They 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 approach this game like none other. Like I I go out there and bomber. Is right now he's the best player in the league. There's no, there's like no doubt about it. He's mean, also, you, you he's honestly, to, he's honestly the most humble player in the league right now too. Unbelievable. He's stuff. trying to short himself some home runs. No, like, he, bomber. What like, are you doing? We re- we just released our stats and he's up in the group chat. Like I swear, I only have 15 home runs. Like dude, like chill with your 18. You're wrong. Like, and, like the the this team of bomber Chris Lewis, Jack Brunkemeyer, scary team. Scare the talent. The presence, move. it's they're unbelievable, uh, top I, to bottom. I would tell like, you right now, the clutchest player in the league, maybe Chris a, maybe a Chris side Chris from Clutch Lewis, Chris Clutch Lewis, I mean, unbelievable. Big spot after big spot, he's delivered. He come, he comes in, and he actually hits a two run homer when they're down every single. Oh time. my goodness! Every time, if the uncut monsters are down, don't pitch to Lewis, but then you have to pitch to Bomber and you have to pitch to Grunkemeyer. Like, okay, oh. hold on, I I almost want to pull up the numbers from Bomber's series yeah, last absolutely, night. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, this is, this give, is well give me one second. Here. Ladies and gentlemen, but Max Bomber last night was unbelievable. So in game one, Bomber was four for five with two home runs, two RBIs. And that's okay. off the potential Cy Young and Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Game two, two for two, two home runs, oh. two RBIs, four walks. Goodness. And then game three, four for six, four home runs, oh. eight RBIs. It's, it's really video game numbers, and that's while being utterly dominant on the hill. 
utterly Utter- dominant, posting the second best ERA in the league. And we'll we'll touch more on statistical le- uh, leaders later in this episode. But Bomber Bomber's been unbelievable in this league. Wait, and I think you can test this, but like as a hitter, his arsenal on the hill is incredible. I, he hides his pitches. I have no idea what's coming. Like, and uh, the worst thing about this team is we've we've already said how good Bomber is. You threw out Lewis as their number two? My goodness. He might. Grunk as their number three? Grunk, yeah, Grunk's the best three of all time. No, it's not no, even. Grunk would be uh, a great two. He would. He, he, He'd he, be a great two. He serves his base on a couple teams. I mean, he's, yeah. It's, he's their three. Like, Chris Lewis on the mound, He was. I think Chris is disgusting. And he goes up to the plate and it's clutch hits. Mm. Grunkemeyer goes up, hits the ball hard, throws strikes. Like, this team, top to bottom, there's no gaps. Odds on, there's none. Odds on favorite to win it all. Oh, no but, doubt about but it. But as we alluded to, anything can happen. And, and one swing and can change. The absolutely, state. and we kind of saw that a little bit last night where they dropped their first game of the year last night to the that. City Tropics, three to two in extra innings. Goodness, you're right. Crazy game, crazy game two. Yeah, that I, was, it's uh, just un- they're unbelievable. Like it, this team has no gaps. None. No holes whatsoever. Yeah, we, uh, they go up there, top to bottom, they can hit the ball. They take smart approach. They go out there, pitch well, amazing, field well. It's, I don't know. This team would really take something to overcome this team in the playoffs. Absolutely. So that, that concludes our power rankings. Um, and next, Layton, I say, I say we go ahead and honestly just kind of give you rough prediction. Okay. On what might happen in terms of the regular season standings and then the playoff standings? Okay. So in in terms of the regular season standings, just give like give give your biggest you know a, a big a heavyweight that might fall, a sleeper that might succeed. Uh, what you think? Just all right. So the, the sleeper that I'm the sleeper that that'll succeed has got to be BFD. Gotta be. BFD. I'm serious. You throw Lecker out there and in, in, in a series. Lecker's looked good on the mound. He hasn't. He's, He's looked good on the mound. He had a couple clutch homers. Exactly. In the last they got too. they got swept by the uncut monsters. But when Lecker was thrown, they lost by one run in both those games, times, I believe. Yeah. And they were right there. And Chris Clutch Lewis oh, had to come up goodness, big in game one, and goodness, Bomber hit a walk off in game three. I know. Yeah. That. So like, I, I BFD is kind of my sleeper. Um, like I like I was talking about earlier. For me, the Barefoot Boys are the scariest team, and they're going to be underseeded as all get yeah. out come playoff time. Yeah. They're scary, and for a heavyweight that might fall, I I, I really hate to say this, but it's got to be the City Tropics, and they're going to disagree with me, and they're going to be at my throat. But I really oh, just like if I had to pick one, Bonzemeyer will not like that. No, he he will not appreciate that. In fact, he's going to make some he's going to come out and make some bogus statements about this <laughs> podcast, no doubt about it. But. <laughs> we've honestly hated on the tropics more than we've loved on, but that's our job as boys of summers players, you know. Yeah, we absolutely hate that. Is, uh, yeah, but just to make that clear, that is our biggest rival. I have uh, uh, no doubt about it. I would, <laughs> and we haven't played these guys yet, but when we do, mm. there will be pandemonium Blood on the field. Blood will be shed. No, my there God. will be. Punches will be thrown. These guys, I, I honestly, I, I don't know. I can't stand the city tropics. This team I talk is despicable in my eyes. But that, that's why they're my heavyweight to fall. Um, Pink Sox can make some noise in playoff. They have the bats. So that's, like, that's, like you said, that's, what, that's what I was going to say. Uh, as, for, as for a team that I think could come out and really surprise some guys is, is the Pink Sox. So uh, I, I, when we initially started this league, I thought it would be kind of pitchers dominated. Mm-hmm. Whereas like the, the best pitcher in each game would go out and win. 
But after facing that Barefoot Boys lineup, hitting is hitting's a big deal. Yeah. I mean, if, if you have three guys, like, so for example, uh, there's a couple wink leaks in a couple lineups. Like, I mean, just statistically, we have a bit of a wink link. The City Tropics have a couple weak links, right? I mean, there's guys to pitch around. Um, but with the Pink Sox, I don't know who you, like, who you're trying to get to. I mean, that's four big bats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, like, we talked about them earlier. They can hit top to bottom. They've shown it great. They've shown great hitting numbers. All of them. All of them might be hitting above 500. I'd have to go back and check that. I'm not exactly and, positive there, but yeah. they're, they're, they're ridiculous. They're experienced. Great. They have a fearless leader in Cooper Williams. Williams goes out there and just grinds, yeah, he, doesn't thing he? Is he? He just goes out there and grinds. He's going to take him into battle when, when the games really start to matter. Yeah. There's, there's no one I'd rather have leading the charge than Cooper Williams. Who's, who's your pick to win it all right now, Riley? Oh, goodness. Who's your pick? You had it. Oh, my pick to win it all. This is devastatingly controversial. Uh, and mm, just just because so the I would say the Uncut Monsters, mm-hmm. but they have one flaw, and and I think um, and you alluded to this earlier. I think it might just be their killer instinct. Can they really go in? Do they really have? Does Bomber have what it takes to to sub himself in in extra innings and lock it down? Does he? Can they really lock? We down? saw that last and night. And then and then and then it's kind of a little the same thing with the, with the Tropics. When things start to go awry, can they can they get back up? Can they take a punch and get back up? So uh, I'm going to go with a, a team I think who has two of the best pitchers in the league, uh, a premier lineup. Honestly, who I think might be the best hitter. And uh, there's not a there's not a there's not a more mentally strong team in this entire league. I'm going to take the Barefoot Boys to win it all. I, I really <laughs> I really love that. Pick. Oh my goodness! In fact, if I if I if I had if I had to take take a team to pick. I, they might be. It's it's between uh, them and the uncut monsters. Gun to my head, or us, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, like, yeah. I don't want to just come yeah. over. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to come on this show and just talk about how good the boys of summer are. But be. that's besides the point. If I had to pick two other teams, <laughs> give me the uncut monsters and barefoot. Yeah, boys. gun to my head. Uh, gun to my head. I think I'd put my money on on Vega and the boys. I think that that's what I would do. Like um. Yeah, I mean, as for a heavyweight that might fall, uh, I actually think. We're a bit of a wild card. Um, yeah, I'm just not. I'm not sure that that's we. Fair. I'm not sure that we necessarily have the talent that some other teams have, uh, like the Tropics, the Barefoot Boys, the Monsters. I think I'll have better rosters than we no, do. No, they do. No, nope, uh, no doubt about it. And it kind of showed against the Barefoot Boys. Hell, even they, the Pink Sox. Honestly, yeah. Just, uh, but but one thing I I would when it comes from an un- analytical standpoint and pressing the right buttons, which is honestly sometimes all you need. I like rods there, so I, I think if I, I could I could see us losing a series to a team mm-hmm. to a team such as BFT. Um, we've been we've been vulnerable, but I could also see us honestly making a run to the top because it, it's hit or miss. If the boys of summer really ca- is the boys of summer boys ca- of if summer. the boys of summer catch fire, I uh, oh it's I like tough. I like our odds. I like our odds. And, too. Uh, respectfully, I like our odds to uh, to to uh, to buy a little real estate in the monsters in the tropics and in their cranium. So. So that's uh that, that's kind of my rent free rent free. You hear that Bumsemeyer? Uh, we're we're living rent free all day every day. I I, I should have been paying rent in Bumsemeyer's head for the past like four years, but I, I do it for free. So so uh so yeah, that's kind of that's kind of my thoughts, kind of my thoughts on what happened in the postseason. Mm-hmm. We'll just we'll kind of just have to see. Mm-hmm. Who do you think we'll miss? Who do you think we'll miss? It's, uh, like. Uh, 
Okay, it, it's going to be Warner Concrete unless Hold major on. things turn around. Hold I on. think I don't think they're the least talented team in the league. I really don't, but they haven't shown anything like worth worth keeping them in. Like I would argue worth. they have a worse team than the Monathans. Or, sorry, a much better team yeah, than the Monathans. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say, I, 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 I would disagree I would, with that. I would, beg to, I, would, I would go on the record saying there. But if I had to pick a team to miss, it has to be Warner Concrete. They haven't showed hardly any bright spots. It'll, it'll probably come down to that series between the Monathans and Warner Concrete. That'll be, that'll be a big series. That'll be massive. Because uh, realistically, I think they could sneak a game in the playoffs, but in a three-game three series in the regular season, I just don't think... Those three games will be massive, too, especially when you only have 24 games. And we're already touching that halfway point. Yeah. Some of these teams have already played 12 games. Yeah, you're right, actually. Yeah, it's, so it'll be crazy. It'll be crazy. All right, so uh, we are at the halfway point of the season, so uh, or roughly the halfway point. So I think it'd be fair to go look at some. Statistics. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna pull these stats up right here, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna just start on batting average here. And leading the way is Trey Peterson, eight thirteen with an asterisk. Big asterisk. Must, must I say with with an asterisk? He's only appeared in three of nine games, like I said against earlier. An inferior opponent. against against some lackluster pitching mm-hmm. and the gym rats, especially at the time too. That yeah, yeah, and they'll grow. They'll get better on the mound. But Peters came out and just ripped the ball. His numbers are undeniable. His numbers, his numbers are undeniable. He's hitting eight thirteen. Yeah, I don't know if that'll hold. But uh, Bombers steady at number two, six fifty two. He's been uh, he's been undeniable. Oh, Those that's every bit of legit. No asterisks needed he's there. He's played in every game. He's played the Barefoot Boys. He's seen Seth. He's seen Sam. He's seen Charlie. He's still hitting six fifty two. I mean, we saw him last night. I couldn't believe my eyes. Uh, he's 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 a bad man. Coming in at three, we have our uh, Riley Shevler here. Yeah. What well, do you have to say about the five seventy one average champ? Oh, yikes. We'll see. I've never really prided myself as a wiffle ball hitter, um, but I've kind of I've kind of perfected the base hits of the left side. Oh yeah, that's kind of that's, that's all you need. In that's this a league. little bit where I've where I've made my head, but uh, we'll see. I just got to keep seeing pitches. Yeah, coming in at four, we have Braden Worthington at five fifty two and five is Quinn Warner at five forty five. And like we said earlier, this Pink Sox team they have three of the top five guys in averages. I, again, three I, of the top five. I'm a five. big believer that the stats don't lie. I'm I'm really high on the Pink Sox. They're three of the five. Quinn Werner also missed a series, only playing in six of nine. Yeah, games, you're but, right. Actually, yeah. but that's that's still still a near legit four fifty five fifty or five forty five. And I mean, they're tough. They're just tough just to give you like a little bit of perspective, uh, hitting like. 250 in this league is like a pretty decent cut. Yeah, yeah. Like anywhere, anywhere from like 250. Really and these these numbers will drop, I think. But yeah, they'll drop. We'll see. I don't know. But uh, yeah, shout out to those five guys. Then uh, do you want to talk about who's leading the way in home runs here for us? Oh yeah, I mean uh, he's played an extra series, um, but uh, there's there's just no denying Max Bomber's 18 home runs. 18 home runs. I mean that's just. Video game numbers. He hit what he hit, ten last night, eight last night, eight, eight, eight last night. Um, yeah, I mean, really, just unbelievable stuff um, at the plate from him. I really kind of out of things to say about Bomber. Yeah, to be fair. we've 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 rambled about him this for a good portion of our time on this podcast. Honestly, it's well pro- deserved. Well deserved. I was just about to say that he deserves every second of praise we've given him. Absolutely. Uh, coming in with eleven home runs, Charlie Shebler, um and, and Cooper. And Cooper Williams, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, sneaky 11. And Charlie, um, I know he's not in the batting average title, but uh, truth be told, 
Uh, he's I, a premier hitter. As, as showed by his Ohio State commitment. He's, uh, he's a premier hitter. He can hit the baseball. Um, and, if again, like I said, if we had to track the five furthest home runs, he mm. probably has four. Oh, yeah, at least. Um, just jacking the ball. Uh, Williams with a sneaky 11, though. He's looked better at the plate than I expected. Oh, much better. Um, Ratcliffe coming in at nine. Uh, and one thing I'll say about, honestly, a good portion of those home runs, Layton, those aren't garbage time, you know, yeah. like bad pitcher, lob men. Those have all been, like, kind of big-time home runs. Um, and uh, like, like I'd like... Like uh, like I'd like to mention in Game One against the Barefoot Boys, facing a true ace in Seth. I mean, kid hit a walk off home run in the bottom of the fifth. I mean, uh, you got anything you'd like to say about that? I home mean, run? I that I went up there against Seth, and thinking thinking that I, I got to get a hit. I just the approach the approach we were taking. We have mm-hmm. one out. Got to have to. We didn't have any like base runners on. Tie ball game. Go up, make a difference, and. Was able to line one just over Vegley's hands, outstretched hands. Uh, in terms of exit, though, know, that's the best hit no, ball of the year. Big time, too. Big uh, time. And there's one thing I will say about Leighton, too. And honestly, I got to give Charlie this shout out. Well, this shout out as well. Those guys have perfected the bat flip. Unbelievable bat flips. <laughs> oh out of the man, box. it's an art. It's an art. Um, Let me tell you about it. Coming in, we have four guys tied for the number five spot. And Peters, I actually did not. Holy tamale. Wow. Uh, I can't even believe I'm about to see this name. Alec Bunzelmeyer, um, Braden Worthington, and Chris Lewis. Bunzies hit eight home runs? Yeah. All of them have eight. It's unbelievable. I can't The Bunzies the one that surprised me. Those, yeah, Chris Clutch Lewis having eight kind of those are, under the radar. Those, those yeah, are all big time Those are all big home runs, runs too. Uh, Worthington's eight. I mean, yeah, that's, that's well, a great yeah, He's choked the ball, too. Um, yeah, good. Honestly, Bunzy and And common theme. Pink Sox have three guys in the home run list ah, lead again. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a. They played. They've only played three series. Yeah, they're series shy. Um, and that's yeah. Uh, that about wraps it up for home runs. Uh, as we go into RBIs, oh, you want to run through the RBIs? Yeah. So we have now this. I think this stat RBIs are an interesting stat, but with this guy's done at the plate, it just goes without. Like we we're praising him, but. He, Max Bomber's leading with 37 RBIs. Next is Charlie Shebo with 25. Both of those guys have 12 games in. Bomber 12 has more. 12 more. The next guy in that on that list is Cooper Williams with 20. 20. Bomber has 17 oh. more than the guy in third place. He's bringing in rain. I mean, he's... Oh. And then you have Lewis and myself uh, coming in tied for fourth and fifth with 19 each. I mean... I've, no one's going to catch up to Bomber at this rate. No, Thirty-seven. It, uh, he is. He is almost double mine. Yeah, double mine, and only three more games played. Crazy. Um, and to wrap up the hitting stats, next we have on base percentage. Uh, Peters with an otherworldly eight twenty-four. Bomber. I, again, I, I, <laughs> no, I, I can't no words. Yeah, those, I, those are walk. Those are like those aren't. Those aren't mostly walks. Those are. Those are almost all hits. Yeah. Which is. Which is. Oh goodness. Uh Ratcliffe with the six eighty six. I actually haven't seen most of these stats. This is a little new to my eye. Um Ratcliffe with the six eighty six. Wow, that's that's impressive. That's a testament to that's, your to your eye at the plate. Yeah, my goodness. I, I believe I lead the league in walks with have to. twenty-two, I think. Have to I believe we only played three series. Wow. Yeah, uh that's a real patient eye. Uh I follow him at six eighty one. You're hitting five points on base percentage higher than me. Damn right. Damn it. I need to get on base more <laughs> next series. Uh, and then wrapping that up, Worthington at 639. Uh, you knew we had that two big yeah. socks on this list. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so into the pitching stats. All right, leading the way is uh, Charlie Shoveler, the .65, and he really goes out there and just hums on the hill. That, see, okay, <laughs> he has incredible You can stuff put an asterisk, asterisk by it if you want. We have to tell him to keep track of the speed oh, limit. Hey, uh, this is a question I wanted to ask you this on the podcast. Yeah. So I had a thought, um, because we've had a couple speed limit problems. What do you think about moving the mound back a little bit? I don't know about this point in the season. We're already halfway there. I need the to only- stop. I, I- Alright, so I uh, had to take a small intermission there because of some intense cramping from Rex. Uh, <laughs> guys, this, this hammy cramp I got going, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't know if it's just all this time on my feet of Thrive or what's going on, but I'm actually in major pain over here in this chair. So, uh, back to the question I was asking you about Moving the mound back. Uh, I'm just going to give you the reasons I think it might be a okay. decent idea. Okay. Um, it, it eliminates the speed limit issues. Okay. Number one. And number two, it gives the pitcher a little more range in the field. Is also what I was thinking. So those are kind of my okay. – those are my two. I, okay. Those I see are my, you're coming from, from like those perspectives, but I – I think we're. And by the way, this this isn't this isn't a big adjustment. This is like a minor. Okay. A couple minor. Yeah. Do you think it'd take getting these two on the mound or no? Do you think it'd change much from pitching's perspective? Because, like we said, pitchers are just getting better as the league yeah, continues on. Yeah. I'm a little worried it's going to get a little too pitcher dominant. Just a little, like. Hmm. That's that's an interesting question. We might have to bring up, but. We have time for the playoffs. When yeah, it starts. Yeah, you're when right. It really uh, starts to matter. I don't know. Definitely, we definitely do it at a at a time where each team had played the same amount of games, mm-hmm. just to give just to yeah. give no one a disadvantage. But uh, but yeah, back to the uh, back to the stats. Were you ERA? Yeah, ERA. Shovel leading the Charlie Shovel leading the way at point. But uh, uh, really quick, uh, Charlie, you've had a wonderful year on the mound this far. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. it's been no, your stuff. Your stuff's disgusting. You're you're. Dang near unhittable. I'll be, dang, the reason I say dang near is because the next guy on the list, Max Bomber, 0. 0.73 RA. He can do it all. He can hit. He can pitch. Next is Peters. All right, hold on. That <laughs> one lies. That, that, yeah, okay. <laughs> that one's an asterisk. Two two and zero against the Gym Rats. Yeah, only had two appearances. One one point zero RA. Next is the man sitting to my left, Riley Shover. One point zero four. He's been dominant on the hill, ladies and gentlemen. In nine games, he's. He's been he's been all you can ask for from he's had one terrible pitch hit out on him that ended up costing us the game. Yeah, I uh, one one terrible pitch. I, I don't know how Murs hit that. I still I but, still have no regrets about that. Pitch. Oh yeah, no, we'll, uh, I, we'll we'll live with that. One point oh four ERA is just outstanding. His stuff's been disgusting, guys. You've seen the Instagram. He had like twenty strikeouts against the Barefoot Boys. Twenty in that series. He was he was untouchable on the hill. He had his nice screwball working. Slider, screwball, that screwball is really, really uh, kind the of riser, and yeah. he's he's working on some other pitches and has come out in his um, arsenal too. But it's kind of, I'm shocked to see, I'm not I'm actually not shocked to see, but I kind of forgot about this guy at number five, Chris Lewis. Lewis, he's he's a great pitcher. I did he's not dominant. That either. One point four four ERA. He's gone on there and posted great numbers for the for the uh, uncut monsters. But one thing about the uncut monsters, they really spread the wealth on the mound. They don't yeah, have a we, lot of innings. We uh, with, like none of those guys have been like. Bombers went out and pitched the most innings for him, but it hasn't been an overwhelming amount compared to, like, the Shoveler. Both Shovelers have come out and pitched an overwhelming mm-hmm. amount of innings for their teams. But these guys really spread the spread the wealth between uh, Bomber, Lewis, and Grunkelmeyer. So uh, the one thing I have to say about that, and uh, just as a listener, um, if you're still listening, the one rule we have in our league is that in three in a three-game 
three wait in three game three inning series. Yes. Um, yep. You you as a pitcher you can only throw six innings. There's a six mm-hmm. inning max. Now extras don't count. Bombers employed a, so like for example, um, me and Layton tow the hill for the boys this summer. Um, and if if I'd have to be injured to not throw six innings, mm-hmm. um, and you get the other yeah. three, and we move around swimmingly, but. Bomber has an interesting strategy of throwing three, three, and three, uh, with Lewis going. I mean, it's worked out for him. It's worked out for him. Now, it's a, it's not a strategy that I would employ, but I kind of see his logic considering he'll have three like experienced arms for the postseason. Oh yeah. So uh, yeah, that's it, there's no doubt. If you're, I mean, if you're eleven and one, I don't think seeding is an issue for you. Exactly. So, so yeah, yeah, I can get behind that. Uh, moving along to wins and record, um, Shebler, uh, Charlie Shebler, that is, is eight and one. Uh, like we said, spectacular amount took a loss to the uncut monsters. Uncut monsters, oh, yeah, right. that's right. Game that's one, right. Um, yeah. So that that those are incredible numbers as well as uh, Max Bomber is six and zero. Oh. Goodness, yeah. Good night. I mean, that is not a lot to say about him on the mound. He the, the thing about him is that drop ball he throws. Disgusting. I have no disgusting. Answer. Unhittable. No answer for that. Unhittable. Um. You can go ahead and finish rest of the list. All right, we have Riley Shover coming in at six and one. Uh, the one loss coming to the Gym Rats, of course, but got two marquee wins against the Barefoot Boys. Those were impressive. Game one I and three was, wins I was proud of those. from Shubler. He came out and literally threw those games. Both went the extras, and he just he honestly made the Barefoot Boys look silly at times. Granted. Granted, there, <laughs> I don't there's know some about great that. hitters. I don't know about that. There's some great hitters, and they, they, tag, they tag him a couple times. But he's able to pull out the win. Fantastic appearance so far from him this year. Uh, Gronkemeyer, 3-0. and Another uncut monster. Uh, then we have uh, Trevor Moisick, 2-0. Peters, 2-0. Uh, both those shout guys. out, Trevor. Can't wait to have you back in the yeah, league. Yeah, we miss you, Trevor. Absolutely. And then uh, moving on to strikeouts at 51. Um, is Charlie Shebler um, through four series. Through three series, I have 43. Um, that, those numbers should rise tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a pretty astounding clip. Um, that's one thing I'll say yeah, to yeah. myself. Is, is oh, my, strikeout, my strikeout, strikeout to any ratio has been it's ridiculous. spectacular. Bomber with 30, uh, Lewis with 22, and Gausman at 21. Uh, we haven't touched in, honestly enough about how good Gausman looked on the mound against us. Like... like- we talked about this earlier. They they started off the year just kind of raw. Like, you could tell the talent was there. But when they came out for that third series against us, they were spectacular on the hill. Oh, goodness. They were ridiculous. Galsman was ridiculous. Begley was an ace as their two. He was, yeah. He, Begley, no hit us. Yeah, no hit us. Uh, I, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff in terms of stats. And uh, I think that'll move us on to the, to the last segment of our show. Um, uh, this is really... We've had a lot to talk about. I know. There's a lot to talk about it in is. the BWO world. Yes, sir. Um, so moving on, we are. Uh, I'm just going to ask you, Layton. Uh, honestly, your predictions for awards. Okay. So first, hold on. First of all, let's uh, give them what awards we're going to have. Uh, we, I'm not even quite sure if we have that in stone yet. We we don't have it set in stone. We're look right now. We're going to look at uh, MVP, Silver Slugger, Cy Young, and Gold Glove. Mm-hmm. Gold Glove. Uh, and I'm thinking. Um, there'll probably be a World Series MVP. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then any other awards you can think of? Uh, none, none come to mind just sitting here thinking about it, but those are always up in the air. Yeah. You, we don't have to, we're going to have an all-star, but that's going to be, we're going to select Ooh, all-star and score yeah, the yeah, end yeah, of the yeah, year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, we should, after this, we should see who the all, I'm actually, 
I kind of want to pick the all-star teams. Yeah, yeah. We'll I have to do that. Hey, we'll save that for next episode. Okay, yeah, good give, point. Give we got to save something. Coming come back. Because that's something, something I should come back. To be fair, there's a, at the end of the season, it's a four, 14 players will make the... No, wait. No, shoot, no, eight, eight players eight, make the all-star four, game. Four each team. Four and four. And, uh, that would be a tight race. Oh, I'm not sure if I can pick that right now. That'd be, yeah, that'd yeah. be rough. We, we need to see some more games, so that's why we're waiting to have the all-star game later on in, in the season. At the conclusion uh, of the regular season. Yep, derby also be towards the end of the season, so... So, uh, as for our awards, awards winners, um, and we've had this discussion, and honestly, podcast, list, podcast listeners, give us your input. Should a player be allowed to win more than one award? That's, see, right now, I don't think there's any question world Bombers MVP and Silver Slugger. But and probably the Cy Young. He's, he's an argument for it. I, I might have to argue Shevler for Cy Young. He doesn't have a loss. I know. I know, I know, right? He's shoving. It, the only reason, that, strike, yeah. I, I, I had to but, but, but I, my personal opinion is we we spread the wealth. One player is only allowed to win one award. MVP being the most prestigious, yeah, and then Cy Young being the next most, in my opinion. And or do you think it's the same tier, Silver Slugger? Uh, so what I was thinking is like, for example, um, if a if a guy. It, it it would just like kind of logistically what would make sense. So if there's two okay. really good pitchers, that's fair, and one of them applies for the Silver Slugger, yeah, then he would just he would he would okay. fall in. Now, uh, one thing I will say is, and I plan on doing this in terms of the all-time BWL record books, and in terms of like maybe social media. Uh, for example, if Max Bomber does end up getting the triple crown, whereas he should win should win all three categories, uh, I'll I'll give him the nod as Cy Young uh, that year as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but there'll also be another winner. Just, yeah, just there'll be more. Yeah, yeah. They'll, we'll have we'll have three separate winners. But like Riley said, if Bomber comes out here and just continues to just rain hell on everyone, then mm-hmm. it'd be tough not to give them all three. But we'll, we're we're going to spread the wealth. That that is one hundred percent sure. Uh, the only thing that's kind of up in the air is the recognition part for Bomber, like we said. But we'll see. We'll see when the time comes. But. In terms of MVP, my picks run my picks run away right now. Bomber, unless things change drastically, that series last night was a statement series for him. So I have an interesting question for you. Okay, uh, the other two guys in my mind who have a who have a look at the MVP are Shevler and Shevler. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you. I'm, I'm going to go with Shevler for the runner up. Thank you, thank you. I, uh, you know what? I just realized that that's both of us. Um, <laughs> um, so if you had to pick a Shevler, uh, who you think? Would be most likely to get the MVP by the end of the year. Uh, I want to hear it. All right, I, I love you, man, but I have to go with the other shoveler. I have to go with Charlie. I do. I he could. When looking at the numbers, the hitting numbers are surprisingly a little worse than yours. What's he? What's he Let's you know. We'll go check that right now. That's I, the, I don't think it's too far behind the leaderboard, but. Let's go check and see what Shovler's hitting. Shovler is hitting, ooh, four. Okay. He's got 11 bombs. 438. Hmm. Okay. I don't know, but Shovler's been, you've been, you've been almost just as dominant as the hill. It'll be close. It'll probably come down to uh, our matchup. Honestly, like yeah. Like matchup. When it comes to see team, which team's better, I mean. But to be fair, we're just talking about the cat in the cradle with Silver Spin at this point. Yeah. I mean, Bomber's the MVP. This this yeah, one. Yeah. This yeah. This but, one. Uh, <laughs> um, Cy Young. This one. This one will be close. Mm-hmm. If Bomber can't win them all, this one will come down to Shoveler and Shoveler. Think so? Yeah. Does anybody else has a case? 
Let's Chris Lewis, honestly. His only downfall is he's the two on that team. Ah, which I I probably will he, will he rack up the volume? Like he won't he won't get the number of strikeouts. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I yeah, mean you're right. If, if Gausman comes Although, out. Although to be fair, he has twenty two. He's on the leaderboard. Yeah, he's on the leaderboard, but he's also um twenty one behind you with three more games played. Fair point. Fair I mean, point. So so if the, Gasman comes out and also like just shuts down every team from here on out. There, so, he, he could make a case, uh, but like... I'm telling you, Gausman could come out. He sweeps the monsters. Yeah. He sweeps the tropics. He's got to look at Cy yeah. Young. He's got to yeah, look at Cy Young. Absolutely. Um, as for Silver Slugger... I mean, right. Peters will make a case, but like I his numbers are... like I feel like they're inflated. I think yeah, they're and same. I feel like they're going to stay inflated. Yeah. So that'll be... Because he missed his series against the City Tropics. Yeah. Uh, which, which, is a, which is a premier ace in this league. We'll see if he can if he can stay at the pace he's at. And he has an yeah. interesting head start. Uh, he, he's he's got a case at oh, it. Yeah. Um, other guys, Williams. Williams has a case at it. Yeah, he had a great series. He hits. He's he's a great hitter. Worthington. Honestly, the the best hitter from the Pink Sox will be a finalist for the. Oh Silver yeah, Slugger. and um, it's, oh man, who knows who that'll be? It yeah. could be any form. And, and Leighton, I truly think you. Um, ah, we'll if see. You can, if you can just raise the batting average. Yeah, the, because the, the average, home run average is, 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 is a little below 500 right now. The home runs are there. The on-base percentage is there. The only real blemish is average. Yeah, so yeah, I got to raise that up a now, little bit. We'll now I'm see. telling you right now, keep uh, keep looking for walks. Oh, I know. Uh, I, I, believe me. I, don't change your I'm, mind. Unlike some guys in this league, oh, and I think me and you both knew what we're talking my about. My goodness. We, I'm going to prioritize the boys of summer winning before I prioritize any individual awards here. Absolutely. But... but uh. So yeah, that's kind of my take. And then uh, Gold Glove, it's, it's, it's Williams. Williams too, it's too. Williams. The only guy who has a other prayer might be ugly. He's robbed like three. I actually wasn't at that game, but I've heard he made the greatest catches of all time. He he robbed like three home runs. Were you, at, the, were you at those games? The night game? No, it was uh, City Tropics series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Did no, you see he robbed, he robbed. He robbed two of them. Were they like sweet robberies? <laughs> They're dope. Yeah, okay. I mean, like ugly makes a case, but Williams has just been undeniable in the field. He's made some ridiculous plays. Yeah, it's, so. been, it's been nuts. Um, although so I think a sleep again, a sleeper for that's Gausman. He's made a couple of sleeper plays out there. All right, so um, yeah, I mean, do you I, th- I think like I think that was a great first show. I, I don't I don't have anything else to share. Do you? Um, Neither. I mean, I we appreciate you guys for listening this far. Uh, we actually didn't plan this to go that long. No, we we thought this might be a thirty minute thing. We just got like super into it. our. We wanted to talk about the power rankings, yeah. kind of give a lay of the land of the league, and we're we're thrilled to to the point this league has reached already, and we're yeah. in the halfway there. Absolutely. Uh, and then just go ahead, uh, listeners, humble listeners, go ahead and give us your feedback. Uh, we'll take it on the chin, chin. How we can make the podcast better. I mean, if you want to sit here and tell me that Riley Shedler's a horrible host and you want to hear Leighton Radcliffe and Alec Bunzenmeyer, <laughs> then, then, uh, then be my guest. But, uh, and also, some things to look out for. We're planning on having at least one or two guests yeah. week in and week out. So that's just something to look out for. Who knows? And, Any uh, one of you guys listening. If you're a listener in the league, absolutely. If yeah. you want to be a guest, please hit us up. Uh, yeah. We would love to have Cause a different Because like, as, as the show goes on, the, this, is, this is the first episode. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah. I, I can't imagine we cover as much time in any other episodes as we did in this first one. But we'll see. You're right. Uh, yeah, so thank you for listening. Uh, again, we're, we're doing our best to get you guys games. Uh, continue. Can't wait to see you guys play. Uh, Thank you for listening, and uh, that's really all I've got. That's all I've got, too. Uh, That's the – hold on. That's going to wrap up 
the inaugural premiere of the BWL podcast.